Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And his best friend, his best friend, turned into a weasel. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. For what? For what? I have no idea what you're referencing there at all. You probably don't, but people who are fans of this game might know what I'm talking about. Oh, really? Is this a spoiler for a video game? It is. It is? Okay, wow. Branching out. Okay. Uh, We mainly do movies here, Manny D, so I don't think I'm going to allow that one. Come up with a new one right now for a movie. Uh, The Ark Boils the People's Skulls. Okay, (laughs) that's good enough for me. So, if you haven't listened to one of our shows before, Manny D, would you be so kind to explain what we do? Absolutely. So, here at Potential Spoilers, we watch a trailer for an upcoming blockbuster, as well as look at the promotional material, and then we try to predict as much of that plot as humanly possible. Yep. And then when the movie comes out, we go and see it and see how close we got to predicting the actual movie. And today, we're doing Uncharted. That's right. Are you doing the show this episode? So, Manny D is the host now. I'm just helping out. This week, if it wasn't obvious already from the title and from Matty D's reveal just then, we're talking about Uncharted, which of course is an adaptation of the video game series of the same name. So, if you're not familiar with the video game series Uncharted, they were a series of games which was exclusive to the Sony PlayStation. So, they've never come out on any other platform, never come out on PC, never come out no. on Xbox, never come out on Dreamcube, <laughs> whatever you like. We. <laughs> Never out on Nintendo Wii, but the first game, which was called Uncharted Drake's Fortune, was released in 2007, and there are four installments in total in the main series, with nine games released overall. So there's a whole bunch of spin-off games, but there's four main installments in the series. What is your history, Matty D, with the Uncharted games? Look, I don't have much of a deep history. I've been an Xbox PC guy most of my life. I had a PlayStation 2, but never owned the Uncharted games. Look at you. A friend of mine really uh, praised these games, so I tried playing the first one. I never finished Mm -hmm. it. I died too many times. (laughs) Right. How far into the first game would you say that you got? Uh, I was in the the beginning. beginning. I remember being in a plane and seeing some dead guys. If that rings a bell to anybody who's played those games, that's where I was up to. Right, okay. Kept falling off a cliff. Yep, it's not ringing any bells to me. No, well, that's that's my history. Um, But I hear a lot of good things about it. Yeah, people love this game series. I know a lot of people, I heard a lot of buzz around the fourth game. Apparently the fourth game was really impressive, but I can't say yeah. I've, I've seen it or know it at all. Just to dive straight into my history, yeah, I have no history <laughs> with this video game series as well. I, as I said last week, I actually own the first two games, so I dusted off my Sony PlayStation 3 and plugged it in over this weekend and played the first two games. Well, when I say I played the first two games, I played the first 20 minutes of the first game and the <laughs> second game. So the first game, you know, I, I sat and I watched the cutscenes, I walked around a little bit, but then I got to a part in a jungle where you had to jump across like from one rock to another and I couldn't yeah, I do it. That. So I literally was like, eject, put in the second game, see if that's any yeah. better. And the second game, I tell you what was really interesting because it starts off like you're in a train and the train is like hanging off a, a cliff and you have to climb up the train and that was fun. And then as soon as like I got to the top of the, the cliff, he passed out and had a flashback that went on for a really, really long time. <laughs> like, it was just a cutscene where I was just sitting there watching it, not doing anything. But it was just people sitting around a table talking about a treasure. I was just like, uh-huh, okay. And then we went back to the game and I was walking through the snow for about 20 minutes and then passed out and had another really long flashback. And then came back and he was still in the train area. And he walked like he did, like he walked a little bit further in the snow and then passed out again and had another really long flashback. And I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this game now and these, ejected it. These games are very cinematic. Yeah. So from what I understand is there are, there are a lot of uh, like cutscenes. There are mm. a lot of like cinematic cutscenes, and occasionally you press a button. Yeah. And that's about it. Like Quick I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy what I played, but I don't think it's like a game series for me, to be honest. No. As someone who's played the Yakuza games, I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite since the <laughs> since the Yakuza Seven cutscenes are about half an hour long each. But you know, I'm invested in that storyline. Mm. I'm going into Uncharted fresh, and if it's not grabbing me in the first twenty minutes, then I'm not going to pick up the controller again. Yeah, well, that's interesting. But that's a biased point of view, I suppose. Because I thought that you would kind of like these games because, you know, it has a very James Bond-esque style to them. I or suppose so. Indiana Jones-esque style to them. Let me tell you, the trailers to this movie that we're going to talk about has definitely a, a very strong James Bond vibe, if not an Indiana Jones vibe. Definitely. Uh, I suppose that's exactly what they're going for. So, just to dive straight into the movie, this new movie is being directed by Ruben Fleischer. Does that name ring a bell at all to you, Matty D? No, it does not. It should. Because we've talked about him a lot, because he directed both Zombieland movies and he directed both Venom movies. Okay, so maybe I blocked that out. Actually, no, he directed the first Venom movie. It was Andy Serkis who directed yeah, Venom 2. Circus so, yeah, he directed the, the first Venom movie. So, 
Zombieland 2 and Venom. Oh, wow. You're a big fan of this guy. Yeah. So he's going to bring that same magic to Uncharted. Love it. So you're excited. Excited, yes. Now, development for this movie actually started all the way back in 2008. It did. And it's been in development hell, as they call it. It did, with a different lead. And they actually had Mark Wahlberg signed on to play Nathan Drake. This was back in 2010. But obviously, he's gotten a bit too old to play Nathan so, Drake now, so they've cast like a younger, more definitely a more youthful actor to play him, and they've downgraded him to the Sully role. They, that, well, they promoted him to the Sully role. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's, a, it's an upgrade, it's not an a upgrade, downgrade. It's an upgrade. i got to say, the casting for this movie is very weird. I don't know how you felt We'll about talk about it when we talk right, about the okay. actors. But uh, interestingly enough, when they started development on this movie, there was only one Uncharted game released. Hmm. And now they've made eight games in the time that it's taken them to make one movie. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. So, what do we know about this movie so far? So, so far, we have two trailers That's right. for this movie. And what we can sort of get from the trailer is it's a prequel to the games. It's about how- That's right. It's about how Nathan Drake met Sully by the look of it. Even though the games explore that, it looks like it's taking an alternative- storyline in this movie. Really? I had no idea that the games explored that. Yeah, the later games, I believe, explored that. But they're doing their own thing? It looks like they're doing their own thing, yes. So, it's about... Seems to be about Nathan Drake being a young a young lad. Uh, I don't know yep. how, maybe he's 15, as, yeah, as Tom Holland always is. And he meets up with Sully, who's a treasure hunter, and they're both after the same treasure. Yep. Who, and there's another rival who's also after the same thing. It seems so they're to- after Ferdinand Magellan's treasure. Mm, that's right. And... And I think a part of it as well is Nathan Drake's looking for his lost brother as well. Yep. Uh, but it, what we see in the trailer is a lot of globe trotting, a lot of treasure hunting, a lot of adventuring, a lot of Tom Holland jumping from thing to thing. Yep, Spider-Man so, style. Exactly. So yeah, that's what we that's what we know about it. The promotional material itself has been pretty limited. As Scant. What they, yeah, what they what they're going to do with it? But we get a lot of information from the trailer. I feel at least. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think the most important thing to take away from that is that this is definitely a prequel to the video game series, so it's not following any of the plots of the video games, which I thought it was going to do. I thought it was just going to be a direct adaptation of the first or maybe the second video game. Mm. But no, they're not doing that at all. So they're doing their own story set in the same universe, setting up the events of the first video game, which may help us a little bit because there's only so much stuff they can do. And I suppose we know from playing that first game, or at least the the tiny amount of the first game we did play, we know where it's going to end up. Yes. So, yeah, I suppose that can help us out. Would you like to hear the official synopsis for the movie? Yeah, absolutely. Did you have something else to say Well, I was going to say that I think they're taking a few liberties with this this storyline and with this franchise. So, I don't think we... I think we should be held back by what's happened in previous games. I think it may help us out that we don't know the game series. That's that what well, I was meaning, yeah. Because we're not going to be tied to anything specific from the game series and we're not going to be like influenced at all. Mm. So, if anything, we should be perfectly qualified to talk about the movie because <laughs> the filmmakers probably don't know anything about the video game series either. As qualified as anybody, Karen. Yeah. So, if anything, not playing the video games is a benefit for us. So, let's get straight into this synopsis because it's a really long one. So, it goes, Street smart thief Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune lost by Ferdinand Magellan 500 years ago. What starts as a heist job for the duo becomes a globe-trotting white-knuckle race to reach the prize before the ruthless Moncada, who believes he and his family are the rightful heirs. If Nate and Sully can decipher the clues and solve one of the world's oldest mysteries, they stand to find $5 billion in treasure and perhaps even Nate's long-lost brother. But only if they can learn to work together. <laughs> oh, no. And that's from the official website. Yeah. So, it's a buddy comedy now. Definitely. It's going to be like every episode of uh, Potential Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if only they could learn to work, work together. together. Speaking of, this week, Maddie D and I aren't doing separate plots. We're actually learning to work together as we come up with this plot together. Yes. Let's see if the two of us can create a better plot than what we could come up with individually. Yeah. Because you weren't too confident about this one. No, I don't know anything about this game series. I don't quite know. Well, I've got a strong idea. Let's just say I've got a strong Mm. idea of where the movie's going to go. But like all the details I didn't quite get. I couldn't quite nut out on my own. So I was like, I'm going to have to go to Matty D for help here. We're going to have to work together on this one. Yeah, I'm here for your support. But only if they can learn to work together. (laughs) That's everyone's chance to turn off the podcast if you're sick of us already. (laughs) If this is your first time listening, you can leave now because it's not going to stop there, folks. 
So, let's talk about who's in this movie. Let's. We've already mentioned him. Playing the main character, Nathan Nate Drake, is Tom Holland, who, of course, we've talked about several times on this show because everybody knows Tom Holland at this point. We all know him in his most famous role as Jip the Dog in Doolittle. Absolutely. Which is a movie we've covered on the show. Mm -hmm. But you might have seen him in some of the Spider-Man movies. We've actually covered two Spider-Man movies starring Tom Holland on this show. And he was also in Spies in Disguise. Mm -hmm. And... Onward, mm -hmm. and Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. So we keep talking about Tom Holland over and over and over and over again. Tom Holland is everywhere at the he moment. Is the, he's like the it actor at the moment. Yeah. Which is interesting because he looks like a child. <laughs> Even though the man is nearly 26, he still looks like he's 15, which is an interesting casting choice for this character because I don't think he looks like Nathan Drake at all. No, and that was what I wanted to discuss with you. I think the sure. casting for this is very, very interesting. And I'm just going to say wrong. Bad is what I'd call it. I, I, don't, I wouldn't cast this. Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, and I wouldn't have cast Mark Wahlberg as, as Sully. Did right. you see the uh, the short they did of the Uncharted series? They did like a little mini film short with Nathan Fillion as as uh, Nathan Drake. No, I didn't see and that. And they cast a really good Sully as well. The he's, We've spoken about him on the show before, but the guy, I believe it's- Jaiman Honsu? No, not Jaiman Honsu. It's the guy playing the blind guy in that horror movie. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, I know who you're I talking think it about. Was, I think it was him. Anyway, Nathan Fillion was a way better casting decision than yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah, and Nathan Fillion was actually really excited to play the character. So, I think he was on the shortlist to actually play Nathan Drake when they were developing the movie, you know, in the last 12 years. But, unfortunately, he never got the role. But I think he would have been perfect casting, to be honest. Mm. But he's sort of fallen into obscurity these days. Yeah. Doesn't really get roles. I guess he's too old to get, like, Maybe. main he's, roles anymore. He's always kind of been a TV guy, though. Oh, man. Back in 2008, he was, like, the hot- He was hot shit. So, yeah. I guess, you know, he's not Tom Holland, so that's why he's not getting the role. Hollywood is uh, shirking him off. Next up, we've already mentioned him playing the character of Victor Sully Sullivan is Mark Wahlberg. We've talked about him before. He played the Blue Falcon in Scoob. And he also played, well, we didn't speak about this, but he, it's his second time playing a video game character. Oh, really? What was the first time? Max Payne. Oh, that's right. Oh, my <laughs> the God. The Curse of Wahlberg. Will it, will it come through today? Yes. Yes, because this movie's <laughs> going to suck. Let me tell you that. But yeah, he played Max Payne in the terrible, absolutely awful Max Payne movie adaptation. But yeah, uh, the one time we've talked about him before is uh, when he played Blue Falcon in Scoop, which could probably be his biggest role he's ever done. Absolutely. What do you think? You saw that movie recently, didn't you? No, I haven't seen it you yet. You haven't seen it yet? Well, I'm putting that one off. You're going to have to see it by next week. No spoilers. Next up, playing the character of Chloe Fraser, who I believe was introduced in the second Uncharted game. Well, I know that because I played the game, is uh, Sophia Ali, who she was one of the kids from Barney. Would you believe? Oh, no way, really. We've never talked about her on the show before, but she was one of those little kids who used to run around right. Barney singing. And she was also on the TV show Faking It, which I can't say I've ever seen. Okay. What are your impressions of the casting here? Uh, for her? Yeah. Yeah, fine. That's what I thought too. You're fine. I don't know much about this character. So, so she is Nathan Drake's love interest, yeah. I believe. I think they actually end up... No, they don't get married. He ends up marrying Cassie Drake. She's a treasure hunter, right? Yes, that's right. And then there's another love interest that's a Cassie, journalist. Cassie Drake, The blonde-haired yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, she looks fine as far as I can see. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if the fans agree, but yeah, as far as the limited knowledge I have of this character, I would say, you know, fairly good Better casting. than Sully and Drake. Next up, playing the character of Moncada is Antonio Banderas, who, of course, we've talked about before on Doolittle, along with Tom Holland. And we've he also- He was the, like, the pirate king, if you remember, <laughs> on that island, who did nothing. Yes, yes. He gave them a ship, I think. That was about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He didn't do a whole lot. But I'm presuming he has a bit of a meteor role in this movie since he's playing the main antagonist. Yeah. And last but not least, playing the character of Braddock, who isn't from the video games at all. Mind you, neither is Moncada. But playing who looks like it's going to be the muscle from Moncada is uh, Braddock, who is being played by Tati Gabrielle, who was in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, if you've seen that Netflix show. And she was also in the Emoji movie. <laughs> so we've got nothing but quality actors here. Yeah. Nothing but quality. So they're going to come together and they're going to make we a have, fantastic We product. have Zorro. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Zorro, directed by Martin Campbell, who directed Casino Royale. So we have a James Bond connection right there. Zorro, Spider-Man, uh, yeah. Max Payne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Barney. The porn actor from Boogie Nights. Yes. Well, Boogie Nights is a fantastic movie. So if you can bring that performance... <laughs> We all know what he brought to that performance, but if you could bring that to this, that big dick energy to uh, this movie, yeah. How can they go wrong? All right, let's get into the plot itself. Right. So, we all know how this movie's going to start, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we We've do. We've already established the formula. 
Matty D, would you care to take it away? It's going to start with a flashback. Yep. It's going to start with Nathan Drake as a child. Yes. Now, what we know about Nathan Drake is he was he was put in an orphanage when he was very young. So wait, I wait, think- wait, wait. You're going to realize it's being played by Tom Holland, so he already is a child. So it's going to be a young, even I, younger child. I think he's going to play a 21, 20, 20, 21 year old in sure. this movie. Okay. But in in the flashback, he's going to be like a, a small, you know, an even smaller, an child. even smaller child, yeah. an even smaller Tom Holland's like probably so he's going to be in a nappy going goo goo gaga. Like, would you say like seven years old? Sure, yeah, yeah, roughly about that. And I think it's going to be him in the orphanage, his brother breaking him out of the orphanage because his brother part of the right, game. This series. is from the video games. Yeah, goes kicked out of the orphanage, but maybe he might be there as well. His brother's name is Sam, and he's going to be like a big brother figure. And I believe the flashback will be them teaming together to steal from Evelyn, who was a historian who took uh, their mother's possessions before that, after their mother died. Sure. And I believe, yeah, it's going to- Because you've got to realise this movie's going to start with an action scene. It being an action movie, yeah. it's going to start with an action scene. Well, what better way than a, like a heist? Like a, a kid by, heist. A kid heist, yeah. So it's like baby geniuses. <laughs> well, they're not that young, Kieran. <laughs> okay. They're not that young. They're- so, my thought was, and you may disagree with me yep. on this one, is that I thought we were going to have Sam telling young Nate a story, a la the start of- uh, This didn't actually happen in the movie- but a la the start of Jungle Cruise, where we said, like, the dad was going to be telling the two kids the story and we're going to see, like, an action sequence. Yeah. Of pirates, like... That? Of, Mon- what was his name? Moncada. We're going to see, like, Moncada's ancestor. Was it Magellan? Magellan. Yeah. Well, it's Magellan's ship. Yeah. But I don't know if Maybe, he's yeah, related to Maybe, pirate Moncada. He's the captain of the ship and he finds the treasure and he's betrayed by his crew, just mm. like the start of... Muppets Treasure Island. Okay. The best Treasure Island movie out there. Yes. Best pirate movie ever made. Uh, and then, you know, we see this in a flashback and we see, like, the setup for the adventure happening 500 years ago. And then we cut to present day flashback where we see Sam telling this to young Drake. That was my impression. Okay. So, but that's I a don't flashback mind- in a flashback. That's right. Well, I kind of thought it was going to be the brothers stealing- their stuff back, getting involved in like the first heist that they would ever get involved right. with, and then Sam and Nathan Drake being separated. Sure, and then it kind of sets up for him present day being like a thief. Okay, I think I like yours better. To be honest, I think I'm going to stick with that. It's going to be young them doing the heist, yeah. getting their what was their 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 parents' so, treasures yeah. back from this woman. What happened Teresa, was what was yeah, her name? Uh, Evelyn. So Evelyn. what happened? What I read in the video game law, and I might be wrong because I've just read it, is that they're both orphans. Uh, there was a historian who are orphans. who bought all their mum's possessions, all their mum's historical yeah. stuff. And what the two boys do is they want to get that back, so they break into her house. They steal they steal her stuff. She has a heart attack. The the person who bought it, mm-hmm. and then they kind of are responsible for that. I believe Sam goes to jail, possibly. Right. And, I don't think they're going to go the that far at the very not, start. Not of the that movie. far, but I think them breaking into the house, stealing stuff, maybe getting caught, like the yeah. start of Indiana Jones when they're like, "Not, it's not your night, kid." Yes, like Could the be start like of that. the Last Crusade. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. I think. I think we should go with that. If anything. Any influence we can get from Indiana Jones is a positive here. <laughs> and it would set up the relationship with the brothers, and it would also set up the fact that Nathan Drake is going to be uh, a, a thief or like a yeah. treasure hunter later on. And he has this connection with his brother as well, which mm, I think is important. Now, right. something else I think is important to point out as well, I don't think it's going to impact the plot at all, but Nathan Drake believes he's a descendant of the pirate Sir Francis Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's ever been confirmed in the games, but that like that's sort of like what drives him to go out and like chase down pirate treasure. Yeah. So it's the sort of in the it's sort of in the same way that Moncada is trying to find like his treasure. Nathan Drake is just like, well, I'm going to go find like Sir Francis Drake's treasure because you know they're rightfully mine, mm. and that's how he justifies it to himself. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll bring that up in this movie? Yes. Yeah, I think they will. Um, not as heavily as they do in the games, but I think it'll be. Maybe referenced. he does it as like a pickup line. Like his pickup line <laughs> for the ladies is like, "Hey, have you heard of Sir Francis Drake? I'm related <laughs> to him." Really? Can you prove that? No. Yeah, because it's it's never as you said, it's never proven. So it's almost like he chose his own history. Nearly, he decided I'm going to be the descendant of Nathan Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose without so. any real evidence of it. Yep. All right, so we have our opening scene, which, of course, is a flashback to Nathan Drake as a child, as is standard in Hollywood movies these days. <laughs> yep. Where we meet his brother. We establish that he's going to grow up to be a thief because they're doing this heist, and maybe his brother is more experienced than him, so he looks up to his brother, Sam. Yes. By the way, it sounded like he said his brother's name was Sid in the trailer. Like, I rewound that bit so many times. <laughs> it's like, what is he saying? Do you know my brother, Sid? Well, you know my brother, Sid. My brother, Sid? Well, you know my brother, Sid. <laughs> 
He mumbles because he's doing an American accent. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tom Holland does a fairly good American accent. Oh, he accent. does a fantastic American accent. He's doing a different American accent to the one that he does from Spider-Man, which I found very interesting. Well, you know, he, he needs to have more he swag with his character. Out. Yeah, that's right. So, after our flashback, where are we going to go from there? So, I think from after the flashback, we're going to see, obviously, an, an older version of Drake. Not what, too much older. What, what, he's, what he's up to, what he's so doing. So, like, five years have passed. He's now 15. <laughs> Yeah, and we got to get to. I think we got to get to Sully meeting Drake. Yep, and I have a very strong opinion on okay. how that's going to happen. Good, because can I pitch two ideas I have, and you sure. can either agree or disagree with me yep. since you have a strong idea? Because I didn't ahead. know whether it would be he would steal something from Sully. Yes, absolutely. And then Sully would kind track of him down, track him down, and retrieve it, or whether Sully had worked with his brother previously. Yeah, that, and, that's an element too. Yeah, and then and then find find uh, Nathan Drake at the bar. Uh, you know, chase him down. You just gave me an interesting idea, but I'll talk about that in a sec. But I think both of those are correct. Okay. So I think I think we're going to establish Tom Holland's Nate as an adult. He works as a bartender. You know, that's his job by night, and then by day he's a, a professional thief, I suppose. So yep. I think he's going to meet Sully quite like you said by breaking into Sully's house to steal something for like a, a client, and then Sully's going to catch him in the act. And the two are sort of going to bond over, you know, mm. Nate's ability to break into a, a place that Sully thought was unbreakable. Yeah. And his interest in, like, history and treasures and ancient artifacts and stuff like that, which I suppose he knows through his brother's interest. Yeah. I noticed in the trailer there's a ring, which I believe yeah. is the- is Which he wears around his neck. Which he wears, wears around his neck, which is, I think, um, Francis Drake's ring. I'm, I, I might sure. be guessing that. I guess it's something that his brother had, like That's his brother used to wear. I think his brother had it, and, and I then think- uh, and then Sully has it. Yes, and he goes, "Oh, I, you know, I knew you. I used to work with your brother." So does Nathan Drake steal that from Sully? And then Sully no, steals I don't. It back? I think he's been hired by somebody else to steal something from mm-hmm. Sully's collection. So okay. Sully is a treasure hunter. Someone else wanted the treasure, but okay. an interesting idea I had was, what if it's Sully who hired Nathan Drake to steal stuff from Sully himself as a test? As a test? But why would he do that? As he, a test. He needed a partner? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. He needed a good uh, robbery man. One of my big theories here is I think Nathan Drake's going to steal the map. Yeah, well, he's going to try and steal the map. Yeah. And maybe that's what brings Sully into the So, the map shows uh, Magellan's path around yes. the globe. Yeah. So, I don't know if that scene we see in the trailer where he's breaking into a tomb and stealing a map, if that's going to happen early that on. Happens that happens later in the movie. That probably happens later. Yeah, I think you're right. So, I believe that the map that they steal later on, which we see at the start of the first trailer, is going to be like a more refined map showing mm. where Magellan's treasure is going to potentially be. Yeah. But- with the map that Sully has in his house, that shows like the broad area where Magellan would have travelled. So, okay. so through extrapolation, they can work out the area where he might have put the treasure. Yeah, I, I think I see Sully in this movie as kind of like a lone wolf. So I don't yeah. think he's going to hire. Um, I keep saying nearly saying Tom Holland. I, th- I think he's going to hire. I don't think he's going to. Yeah, I don't think he's going to hire Nate to to steal the map from his place. But I think Nate will steal it for something. Yeah, well, he'll go to steal it and get caught. And get caught. Sully will respect him or maybe he will successfully steal it and then Sully will visit him at the bar which we see in the in the trailer and then confront him mm. about it and then they go back to Nathan Drake's house and they I think we should simplify it. Okay. So, just to rewind a little bit, I think we're going to see Tom Holland Nate working as a bartender. We also see by day he's got the blueprints printed out. He's, you know, doing all his research on an apartment that he's going to break into. Someone's hired him to steal an artifact from this house that we don't know is Sully's house at this point. He breaks into the house. He gets caught by Sully. Sully's like, oh, why are you interested in this map? He goes, oh, you know, my brother had an interest in this same treasure. You know, this this map shows the plot that Magellan sailed yes. when he sailed around the world. Oh, you know, your history kid. Yeah. And then, you know, he'll leave and then Sully will track him down while he's working like a bar shift on like prom night, as we see in the trailer. Mm. And, you know, they'll have the tete-a-tete scene where they, yep. where they meet each other. And he's like, oh, I got a, I got a job for you, you know. I think you're perfect for something I'm, you know, I'm cooking up. You thought you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think as simple as that will be, you know, yeah. better. My whole complicated idea of like Sully going and like deliberately getting him to steal from himself, yeah, as a test. I think that's going to be too complicated for audiences to understand. Unless, unless it's Sully who you know confronts confronts Nathan Drake, befriends him, goes to his house, steals the map from Nathan Drake, and then Nathan Drake realizes and goes, "Screw that," and steals it back. No, I don't think they're going to be that elaborate. Well, let's compromise and say your your idea. So, he'll steal it from someone. Right. Okay. So, when they meet in the apartment during the robbery, 
Mark Wahlberg's in his singlet. Of course he is. That's when they're going to discuss the, the, is it the Moncada treasure? They have a book which talks about the Moncada lineage. Yeah. So, I guess Moncada is related, like, he has some sort of relation to Magellan. I'm saying, like, I'm not saying, like, family-wise. Like, I'm saying maybe Moncada took the treasure from Magellan. Uh, Yeah, I I definitely think you're right. I think Moncada's ownership of this treasure or believed ownership of this treasure is not going to be legitimate. So, I think he's going to have stolen it. So, it's going to be a stolen treasure. Because it it shouldn't belong to him, but he believes it does belong to him. Yeah. So, he stole it in the first place. He was betrayed by his crew. Mm -hmm. They they took the ships, presumably carrying all the treasure, and nobody knows where they went. Yep. And, of course, Moncada. Maybe it's Moncada who hired Tom Holland in the first place to get the map. Wouldn't that be nice and clean? I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to meet Moncada at the auction. Yeah, I suppose so. That's going to be where we first meet him. I suppose so. But wouldn't it make sense that, like, Moncada is angry that Tom Holland didn't, like, follow through with his stealing of the map? Because who else would want the map and why? Well, Sully's obviously after the treasure. Yeah, but Sully has the map. Yeah. And Tom Holland has been hired, as we said, by somebody to steal the okay. map. Yeah, that makes it clean. Yeah. I think if we dumb it down as much as possible, sure. we may be close. So, let's just say Moncada's people hired him to steal it. He didn't follow through and that gives them a grudge later on. Okay. But he may not have met Moncada directly. He might have met, you know, someone like Braddock. Yes, and and that gives him an in as well. Or the Scottish guy. Yeah, this, yeah. That gives him an in later on as well when Nathan Drake is at the auction. Yeah. So Moncada can be like, oh yeah, of course he's my you hired fucked guy. me over. Yeah, he's my hired guy. Of course he'd be there when he's actually working for Sully. No, no, no. He's just like, oh, you're here. You fucked me over. Right. Now you're trying to fuck me over again. Okay, so it's, it's a vendetta. It's, yes, exactly. So I think that takes us neatly into the auction scene. So obviously Sully, when he he reunites with uh, Nate. He's just like, oh, you're the guy I need. I need to get this crucifix. So they have a, yep. a cross, like a uh, an ornate cross yep. that they need to take them to the next part of the journey Which, to get the next clue. Yeah, it looks like you plant the cross on the map at a certain point on the map. It looks like the middle and it will show the direction of the treasure. Well, I saw them using the crucifix to unlock like a, a pew or a, uh, yeah, a, a lectern in, in, the altar. Yeah. In, in an ancient church. Yeah, I think that could also- could be for both. I think that also happens later. But I, sure. I saw them plant the cross on the map. So, I think they're yep. using that for navigation purposes as well. Sure. Makes sense. So, it's they must cool have thing. used the cross to plot a point originally. Like, uh, Magellan or Moncada's ancestors must have used it to be like, this is the way we're going. Yeah. Let's draw our map based on this this path. Yeah. Well, it makes it harder for people who have a map to find where the treasure yep. is. So. so, they need this cross to be able to find out what course they took to hide the treasure in Spain, wherever in, wherever in Spain it's mm-hmm. going to take place. Yep. But um, So, they need this specific crucifix, this cross. So, they're going to go to the auction, just like a scene directly from Octopussy with the Fabergé egg. They need to go and outbid the bad guy for the crucifix in order to, you know, take the next steps. So, obviously, you know, they're going to meet the bad guys at the auction. Mm-hmm. Moncada is going to explain his whole deal. His whole lineage... That whole chestnut. Maybe his yeah. uh, ancestors were slavers. No, I don't think they're going to go that far with it. No? I think just pirates? Just, yeah, just pirates. Yep. Okay. Simple as pirates. Like they, like you said, I liked how you said they, they stole the treasure in the first place. That's why he believes it's rightfully his, but he got it through like yeah. Ill, Ill means. Yeah. His ancestor did anyway, but I suppose uh, Moncada is trying to do the same thing here. <laughs> I think there'll be a scene where, like, Sully and Moncada try to outbid each other. Yes. But obviously, Moncada has more money and Sully is outbid. So, they're going to have to resort to dirty tactics to, to, stealing get, it. to get the cross. Yep. So, there'll be a scene where, you know, they'll go to get the crucifix. The crucifix will be gone. Maybe it'll be Drake who steals it yeah. under the table. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it'll be packaged up and put behind the scenes. And then Sully's like, oh, this is our chance. Nate, you distract them. I'll go steal the, the crucifix and walk out the back door. Because he's pretending to be a waiter. Yeah, that's right. He's pretending to be so one of the staff. There is a scene where Sully is dressed as one of the staff members, but I don't know if that's connected to this scene. No, I think Drake is going to be one of the staff members. But he's wearing just a regular black suit the whole time. So, Sully is the only one dressed as a staff member oh, in the okay. trailer. Drake never is. Okay. So, you think Drake's just going to be a guest as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think they're both there trying to get the cross, but then... um. Yeah, from what I can understand, I think both Drake and Sully are trying to get the crucifix. Sully is obviously the one who ends up getting it and going away, and then Drake is the one left to deal with the bad guys. Yeah, left to deal in a fight scene. So, he comes across the Scottish henchman, who he can't understand at all, even though he's from England. <laughs> the actor <laughs> well, He's isn't. an American. Yes, yeah, well, he can't understand the Scottish guy at all. 
Uh, the Scottish henchman, you know, he gets into a fight with him. He gets into a fight with all the henchmen. He ends up running through the auction house. I think it's a gallery where they're holding an auction, yep. to be honest. He escapes from them by jumping onto a chandelier, big electric chandelier. Some, some lights, yeah. And sliding down and you know, we're going to have some slapstick comic relief here. He's going to lose them. And then, of course, while this is happening, Sully has slipped out the back door. He's made his way, and then Nate catches up with him and is like, oh, you left me there yeah. to deal with all these bad guys, as we saw in the trailer. Sully's like, well, someone had to have the crucifix. Someone had to get away with the crucifix. I think that's going to be something with their relationship, where Sully will be like, you're fine, kid, and he won't be, he won't yeah. look out for Drake, you know what I mean? Drake yeah, exactly. will be left to just kind of pick up the pieces and get out himself. And Yeah, exactly. Sully won't be too too loyal, but in a charming well, way. Well, in, you know? uh, in the character bio, they describe him as Drake's father figure. So, I suppose he becomes that as they, mm. they come along. He, like, he becomes a bit of a mentor, but it's through tough love. Yeah, it's going to be tough love. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, after we've had this whole getting the crucifix scene, what is next? So, we've introduced the bad guy. The bad guy will be hot on their tail. I think the yep. next thing they're going to do is they're going to reunite with an old treasure hunter, a friend of Sully's, or an old mm-hmm. partner of Sully's. Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Yep. And this will take place in Barcelona. Mm. So, they go over to Spain because the the crucifix will lead them to Barcelona. Spain, yeah. Which is where the altar is. Yeah, that's right. So, so they'll go to an old church. We that, There's a famous church in the trailer, which led me to believe it was Barcelona. And Good I, pick, because I just thought it was a European city. I didn't know where oh, it was. Oh, maybe it was uh, Buda- Budapest. Budapest? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe maybe we should change it to Budapest. No, it's clearly Barcelona in the trailer. Yeah, that's where the church is, where the church will give them- something i don't know what they're going to get from the church some clue well maybe they get yeah i don't know so they're going to get a clue that leads them to the temple that gets them the map that's right the ancient temple but before before they get out of barcelona there's going to be an action scene yeah of course we see a lot of rooftopping scenes now i think in this movie Uh, yeah i'm definitely going to need your opinion on this because this was something that really confused me. right i think at some point sully will be revealed to be working with the bad guy, or at least we perceive him to be working with the bad guy. Right. It looks like he's betrayed both Chloe and uh, Nate. Okay. And I don't know if that's going to happen here before we go to the tomb, or if it's going to happen at the end. Where uh, it'd be more dramatic if it happened at the end. Okay. I like the idea. I'm going to go with you just but because I like the idea. In the tomb, Let's we not see- get to the tomb yet, but yeah, yeah what's we, your we, point? We, we see only Chloe and, and Nate together there. No Sully. Yeah. So, but I don't know she if she ends up pointing a gun- at night, so she's going to do some sort of double cross. Maybe. But yes. And she so- says, you don't know who you're working for. Right. So, okay. something's going to happen. But here, mm. so we see in the trailer that Nate and Chloe meet each other. Chloe doesn't trust Nate because she's like, well, you know. She doesn't like Sully. She doesn't like Sully. She doesn't trust Nate because, you know, he's it's basically his first day on the job. Mm. And then next thing we see, they're running across the rooftops and it looks like Nate is chasing Chloe. So, what's the story there, do you reckon? Ooh. If you're like, oh, if you can, if you can swap me on the ass, I'll trust you. And then like they go on a big parkour chase. <laughs> uh, maybe she's stealing it for herself. I don't maybe. Know. This is a double cross kind of movie. so And it's a test. There you go. I don't think it's a it's test. It's an elaborate test set up by Sully. Do you think so? Yeah, it could be something as stupid as that. You know, it looks like she's betrayed them, but it's all a test to, to I guess just test out Nate's skills. Whatever they get from the altar, they get from the altar, and maybe she runs off with that. Okay. Because I thought when I watched the trailer of that rooftop scene, I thought they were running away from- Are they wearing the same clothes as when they're going and getting the stuff out of the altar? Can't remember. Okay, neither can I. Right. But I thought when they're running across the rooftops, they were just trying to escape from Mikado's or Mikado's- It looks um, like and- Nate is chasing Chloe. That's what it looked like to me because I didn't see anybody else in the in the rooftop. She sequence. could just be in the lead. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But you want to say that he's chasing her? Then sure. I guess she would have to steal something from them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't know why. I don't have a good reason as to why. Just she's, a swashbuckling she's adventure, right? Yeah. So you reckon that they're going to go to the church first and they're going to insert the- They've got two crucifixes now. So she's just like, oh, here's the crucifix I prepared earlier. Well, maybe that's why they meet her because she's got the other one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, makes sense. And then they go in and they're like, I'll turn it clockwise and then a whole bunch of spikes come out. It's a deadly trap and they almost get killed. Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense because maybe Sully's reached out to Chloe and been like, I've Mm -hmm. got a crucifix, you got a crucifix, let's halve this treasure. But Sully's MO is, I'm going to take it for myself. And Chloe's MO is, I know he's going to want to take it for himself. I'm going to take it for myself before he does because he's betrayed me before and these other jobs that we've done. So then she takes it for herself and then- Sully's like, Drake, get her. Yeah. Chasing. Okay, I like that. For lack of any other ideas, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to stick with that. So, you know, they unlock the the lectern, the pew, the altar, whatever it mm-hmm. is in the church. They get whatever the next MacGuffin is. <laughs> yep. 
And Chloe's just like, see you later, guys. Pew! A map piece is what they get. Sure. Yeah, it's it's four map pieces that they've, they've torn up. It's many D's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean plot again. It's very similar. Yes. Um, and then when they're when this chase is happening, they're going to be interrupted by Mikado's men. Moncada, yeah. Yeah. And that's- Moncada, sorry. Moncada. I keep forgetting what his name is. But that's what makes them all want to work together. Sure. Yeah. So, this is going to lead them to the ancient temple. I think this movie is going to be about an hour, 40 minutes, by the way. So, I'm, I'm trying to work in as much stuff as possible in yeah. a short period of time. I don't think they can drag this out to a two-hour length. So, if anything, an hour and a half to an hour, 40 minutes. That's a good time. That's a standard movie time for something that they're not sure about. Yeah. If it's going to be a success or not. You know, if it's a surefire thing, it's going to be two hours plus. But if they're not confident, it's going to be an hour, you know, 90 minutes to an hour, 40. Yeah. So, they've agreed to work together. Chloe and Nate go to this temple to find the the map that's going to tell them where the two missing ships covered with treasure mm-hmm. are going to be. Obviously, we see in the in the trailer that they travel through like a, a harrowing. It's exactly like Indiana Jones. They're going to have to go through a narrow passage that's full of spiders webs and spiders, yep. and it's going to be icky, just like you know Temple of Doom. And they find the treasure buried in the sand in the in the tomb. Not in those two big jars, but not in the two in big, the sand. Yeah, that's right. So they're not in the jars. The jars are a trap. Yeah, I think so. I think the jars are going to point to, because it's obvious that it's, they think it's going to be in the jars. Yeah. But what but actually- The jars is, are full of snakes or something. Yeah. Or beetles. Maybe there's something in the tomb itself that points to the fact that it's buried in the yeah, sand. that's makes right. It, makes it, uh, you know, a better reward. It's, it's a clue. It's a puzzle that they solve mm. that leads them to find that the map is in a little container, in a little map holder under the sand. And this map is the one that, that pinpoints where in Spain the treasure ships are, yeah. are hidden. But then why is Chloe pointing a gun at Nate in this scene? And saying, you don't I, know who you're working for. I didn't know. I Maybe didn't see- she's the one who's revealed to be working with uh, no. Moncada the whole time. It could be, but I, I, I know in the games, Sully- It's Drake's deception. Yeah, Sully fake portrays Drake in, in the first game. So, I think they're going to play on that. Sure. But it could be Chloe. But it doesn't make sense for it to be Chloe. Yeah, I guess not. So, but- maybe it's Sully who's the bad guy. Or everyone thinks Sully's the bad guy. Sully's not the bad guy, by the way, everybody. Yeah, of it's going to be a fake out. But she's going to point the gun thinking Sully's working with Mankata. Okay. Again, for lack of anything else, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. And then it's revealed that Sully seems like he is and he takes the treasure and he goes with Mankata. Yeah, it's a double fake out. Yeah. So he's just doing it to screw over Mankata. Yes, he is. Okay, I like it. Let's go with that. And then Mankata arrives. He's like, we're going to take these... No, we got to get to the ships first, right? That's right. So we're we going to see- travel to Spain, but Drake is going to go on his own yes. because he's been betrayed. He's going to go but on his own. He knows the location because he's outsmarted them. That's right. He's going to dive underwater. Well, he, yeah, he travels to the location in Spain. He takes a boat there. Mm-hmm. As you say, he dives underwater. He goes on his own. It's in a cove. Yeah, it's it's an underwater cave which has sort of like a, a hidden area that has oxygen in it. It's uh, it's an above ground area in the cave, if that makes yep. sense. Yeah. So you have to swim through the cave. As people always do in these movies, you come up and you surface and you're inside a big open area where they've somehow, somehow got the ships in there. Yes. Maybe the water level was higher and then they like sailed it <laughs> over the hole and then like the water level went down. Yeah. And he's going to find these ships. It's going to be a very, very happy time for Nathan yep. Drake. It's going to be exactly like the Goonies. Maybe he's going to see- Because the same thing happened in the Goonies, if you yes, remember. Yes, it did. It did. Maybe you'll see elements of his brother, but I don't think he'll be reunited with his brother. No, do I don't think? think we're going to see his brother in this movie. I think it's always going to be like, you know, he was after this treasure and he got so far. And it, it's because Drake knows his brother that he can get as yes. far as he can. Because he's yep. just like, oh, my brother knew this. Here's a sign from my brother that yep. I can follow. But I don't think he's ever going to come across his brother. They're going to save that. For a later movie. For a later movie if they ever make one. Yeah. Well, it's leading to the video game, so. Yeah. Then we get the bad guys interrupted, Sully and Moncada. Yep. We'll meet up with them. They'll be like, you let us straight to it. They arrive with these, like, planes and helicopters. And, yeah, of course, they're going to do that. Oh, you let us right to it. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be Nathan Drake's going to be like, well, you found it, but how are you going to steal these ships? How are you going to take them out of here? And they'll be like, we thought of that. Da-da-da-da, the fleet come in. Yeah, the helicopters (laughs) come in. And, uh... They, you they know, airlift the two ships covered with gold, yep. filled with gold, up out of the, the cave. And I think this is Sully's plan because he had no way of getting the ships out. Right. So, he's using Moncada to do that and he's sure. going to do the double cross. He's, and he, yep. That's where we're going to have this reveal. And Tom Holland's going to be stowed away on the ship. He's going to yep. hide in a barrel that was full of treasure, but he's, you know, he's going to be like- uh, Or he's going to be a prisoner. Yeah, but I, I think he, like, he's hiding out on the ship when it's lifted out and they don't know he's there, but then um, he farts or whatever and then they hear him in the barrel- <laughs> 
He's hiding in the barrel like Jim Hawkins in well, uh, Muppet it, Treasure Island. It makes sense that he's in he's in one of the planes as a prisoner. He breaks out. Planes, fights, ships. Oh, ship. Well, well, the helicopters or whatever that are carrying the, pl- the well, ship. he's out. not in the helicopter. He's on the ship that's being airlifted. Well, what I was going to pitch to you was what if he was in the helicopter, fights the Scottish guy that we see in the trailer, then goes down the rope to the ship and then that- No, I think it makes him. more sense because he's in the cave with the ships that he'd be on the ship when yeah. they're airlifted out. But they've caught him, right? So, why would they leave him on the ship? Oh, I guess well, they, they are can- on the ship too. Yeah, they can keep him prisoner on the ship. That and then they sense. have a Pirates of the Caribbean style fight yep. where the two ships are being airlifted and they're swinging back and forth. I'm happy with that. That makes sense. And they're like jumping from ship to ship, fighting yep. each other. Yep. Sully reveals that he's actually a good guy. He'll help Nathan Drake. We'll have Chloe here as well. Yep. They All the good guys fight the bad guys. Now, this is going to have to lead us to the plane action sequence. So, how are we going to get from the ships being, you know, carried, airlifted to them on a plane? Well, they're already in the air. I don't know if a plane is is with them, if Moncada is in the plane as well. Yeah, it could be. His car is in the plane. Yeah. So he's definitely going to be there somehow, but- um, We don't see the ships in this scene. No. So, we see that the ships get dropped into the ocean at some point. Yeah, they're going to lose the treasure. That's right. So, the, the ships are going to be dropped, or maybe the treasure is loaded up into the planes. Yeah. But the, we see a scene in the trailer where the ship is dropped into the ocean and it, and it emerges out. Okay, so they, take, they the take the ship, they take the treasure into the ships, so there's no treasure in the ships. The fight scene happens, Drake wants to go- So, well, Chloe to- and Drake have like a sort of like, they, they make up mm-hmm. and make out, maybe. And Sully does as well, makes yeah. up with all of them and, and they make out. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. And they need to get the treasure back from Moncada, who has it in a, in a plane. Yep. I like how we haven't mentioned um, Braddock at all. Oh, we said, yeah, he'll I be in this fight scene. I think this is important to say as well. I think Braddock and Sully are going to have this sort of like flirtation with each other throughout the movie. You think so? Yeah. As in like, they're always fighting each other. They know each other, have a history right. with each yeah. other. And Sully and Braddock will just have this sort of like casual sort of rivalry and flirtation throughout the movie. Yeah. Because we see them fighting in a pizza parlor at one point, which we <laughs> sure. couldn't work into the plot, but it'll happen. Sure. So I think at this part of the movie, the ships are, are sunk. They're like, well, sure. it's me. We, we're not, you know, we lost the treasure. And then Drake will be like, no. Nope. They got stuff in the planes. It let's, might not be the treasure. Let's go get uh, Let's go get the plane. Now, a prediction I have for this movie is that whatever the treasure will be, will have a supernatural element that really? will be Really? So it's the- going real Indiana Jones now, right? Well, it's, again, this is the direction the games go. So okay. I think Moncada will be, that, that'll be his undoing. Something sure. will happen where he'll turn into a monster or something. I don't think he's going to turn into a monster, but he'll probably be killed through supernatural forces. Yeah, he's going works. to do something that will kill himself. Yes. So, yep. he's not going to be killed by Nathan Drake or Sully. Yeah. He's going to do something related to the treasure that's, you know, maybe he it's as simple as he sinks with the treasure. Maybe. And then Maddox is the bad guy the whole time. Braddock. Braddock, sorry. Braddock is the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. Imagine that. Could be. It's like, ah, another Scottish mastermind. <laughs> yeah, the Scottish guy isn't going to be the mastermind. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's just a dumb thug. So, they go into the plane- Fight scene with Braddock. They fought him. That's a girl. I thought Braddock was a guy. Nope, Braddock is the lady. Oh. Well, who's, by Tatty. Who's the Scottish guy then? Like I said, he's just a dumb thug. He oh. does, he's not an important character. That's who I thought Braddock was. So, Braddock is the girl. She's a bald actress um, and she has like elaborate sort of like headpieces. I didn't see her why, in the Why would you think that Sally would be having a casual flirtation with the Scottish well, guy? I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like, what do you Fucking mean? Fucking idiot. Like, what do you mean? Like like a, a rivalry? Like, what's that? No, with the, we see the girl very prominently in the trailer, Maddie D. I didn't notice her. Did you her. not pay attention to her Did at all? Did not notice her. Wow. Well, in that case- Fuck me. In that case, Chloe will defeat her. Okay, yeah, I suppose she has to. It punches her out. Okay, mm. so, so all right, but you, you just still agree with me that Sully and Brad are going to have this sort of, like, casual flirtation, right? Yeah, sure. Even though you thought it was the Scottish guy the whole time. That's how much I support you, Kieran. Even when your ideas are a little left-wing, I will, uh, I'll go with okay, it. Okay, fair enough. So, Braddock is the dragon of the movie, so she is, like, the muscle of Moncada. Right. Uh, we see her very prominently in the trailers. She holds a knife to Sully's neck in one scene. Uh, we see them fighting in a pizza parlor. And you, you didn't you I saw didn't both no. trailers and like completely did, okay. Did not notice that. Completely sexist Matty D doesn't see uh gender. <laughs> That's a good thing, Ignored right? I don't a, see like gender. A huge vital character who was clearly pointed out in the cast list. Yeah, didn't didn't really notice. All right. Well, she's not important to the plot, so Not really, no. So yeah, she's going to be de- as as is standard with these movies. She's going to be defeated by Chloe mm-hmm. because the guys can't defeat the woman character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not that progressive yet. 
Uh, and this is going to lead us to the the scene ripped directly from The Living Daylights, the James Bond movie, where they're having a fight on the plane. Yes. And then all the netting that's holding all the cargo yep. gets sucked out of the back of the plane, exactly like in The Living Daylights. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Drake has to fight baddies on the netting. Uh, he knocks a bad guy off the of the netting, exactly he, like in The Living Daylights. They have no on, original ideas. Yeah, he catches on his foot. He passes out. He wakes up. He, yeah. he crawls on the cargo, jumps from cargo to cargo. To get back to the plane. Plane. And then, of course, Moncada's car is in the plane and it knocks him back out. How does he survive? Because he has no parachute. He's falling. Unless he gets into the car and then drives through the air and like, lands safely on the ground. I don't know. It'll be something ridiculous. Unless, like, the car breaks the, the surface tension of the water and he, he lands, like, after the car and yeah. survives that way. Maybe it's as simple as there's a parachute in the car and he has to get the, the Why parachute. would there be a parachute in a car? Hmm. Why Unless not? they're doing, like, you know, breaking the land speed record or something like that. <laughs> I just think it's going to be as simple as the car breaks the surface tension of the yep. water and he lands in the water and survives. Yep, easy. Yep, Okay. We've got no other ideas. Yeah, that's what that works. Um, what happens with the treasure? What happens with the treasure? I think the treasure is lost, or there's a supernatural element to the treasure, which is uh, Moncada's undoing. Yep, as is straight from Indiana Jones. We don't really. There's no indication of what's going to happen to Moncada, or e- even if he's there at all during the final scene. But he has to be. Yep. In order for it to be a satisfying plot or a movie. The, the bad guy has to be there and he has to be outdone by his own hand at the end, yes. right? As is standing in any Indiana and Jones movie. And it'll be movie. the curse of the treasure, whatever that is. Sure. And it could be as simple as he just dies instantly. Yep. He's, his face melts. Yep. Just like in Indiana Jones. Sure. Let's just go with that for lack of anything else or for lack of any other ideas. Mm-hmm. Everything wraps up. Three three heroes are fine. They, they go their separate ways. They haven't won anything. They haven't. The sorry. the real treasure was the lessons that they learned along the exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. They didn't obtain their goal, but they, you know, they won in a, in a way, and they ride off into the sunset. And then Nate gets his kiss. Yeah. So Chloe will go her separate way. I think there'll yep. be a romantic scene with. So uh, I think there'll be Nate a jump Chloe. forward in time at the end of the movie. So we're going to set up for the first game. We're going to jump forward in time. We're going to be in a dingy bar, your your favorite location mm-hmm. in movies, where Nate is meeting up with like a mysterious eye-patched villainous character. And then he they're interrupted by Sully who comes in waving a gun around and he has a mustache. Okay. Because we do see Nate with a mustache in the trailer. Not Nate. Sorry. We do see Sully with a mustache in the trailer. That's which right. Which is his trademark in the game. And, and Nate is very surprised that he has the mustache. So, clearly he's not going to have the mustache through the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. So, I think it's going to be like right at the end of the movie- Drake is trying to find another treasure. He is maybe about to be double-crossed by a bunch of bad guys in a bar. Mm. And then Sully comes in at the last minute to rescue him. Sully's also after the same treasure. He now has a mustache to connect him to the game. And we're going to end on (laughs) The one thing that connects him to the game. Yeah, exactly. And then we're going to end on them going off together to find this new treasure. Yeah. Which might be... The grave of Sir Francis Drake, Maybe. which contains the the book that leads him to the trail. I didn't play enough the first your, game. Your, no. your brother found something else. Da 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 da. Yeah, look, I, I originally thought this this movie would end with them just riding off into the sunset in no. modern day, but yeah, I'm ha- that makes a lot of sense. You've sold me on that. It will be a jump forward. I think that's yeah. a pretty good guess. So Nathan Drake is trying to find. He's trying to track down the treasure, which we're presuming is going to be Sir Francis Drake's mm-hmm. grave, which we know isn't actually his grave from playing the first game. He comes across some shady characters who have information, but they're going to double cross him. Yep. Maybe he's working for them as a thief and, uh, you know, they're going to steal the stuff and not give him his money. In Into the bar walks Sully, waving a gun around and he saves him by the skin of his teeth. And they're like, let's go off and find this treasure together. The end. Very Sounds nice. good. Very Sounds nice. Good. We like it. Uh, yeah. We had a few disagreements there, but I think ultimately we're on the same page with this. Plot. Oh, absolutely. We've got all the same beats. So. Yeah. And I'd be very surprised if this movie is any different. Yeah. It's coming out at the end of the month, so uh, we'll see. We'll see when the movie comes out. I'm very excited to see it now. Yeah, it should be good. Okay, so that's what we think the plot of uh, Uncharted is going to be, but we do actually have a third opinion as well. Mm-hmm. So, Kyla, if you remember Kyla from the show Pullback, we did a crossover episode a while ago, back around the time that we did Scoob, we actually appeared as guests on Kyla's podcast Pullback, which we we're big fans of, and she's actually contacted us with her own idea of what she thinks is going to happen in the Uncharted movie. Yes. So... She's actually sent a like a, a recording, a, a voice recording of her uh, describing what's going to happen, mm. and I don't think we should delay it anymore. Let's let's no. listen to it right now and see what she thinks. Absolutely. Now, Kyla is a massive fan of this game franchise, so she comes right. with a little bit more credibility than maybe us. So it'll be interesting to see what a, a fan thinks will happen in this movie. Yes, absolutely. And I'm really excited to find out if she agrees with us <laughs> on the same plot points. Let's find out right now. 
Hello, my lovely friends. I'm excited to tell you what I think is going to happen in the new Uncharted movie. I'm a pretty big fan of the games. I've played them all multiple times, including a recent playthrough in April of 2020. (laughs) They're calling the movie a prequel, but I think that's a deliberate misbranding. It looks a lot more like a full reboot to me. It looks like they're completely changing Nate and Sully's dynamic. In the original prequel featured in Game 3, we see Nate and Sully in, I think it's Columbia. Nate is maybe 12 and he tries to steal from Sully, and then Sully ends up saving Nate from some bad guys and he takes him under his wing, and they have a father-son relationship for the rest of their lives. We only see their origin in Game 3, so in Game 1 there's like a little misdirection in the plot where Sully winds up with the bad guys and it's implied that he betrayed Nate and left him to die. but. Nate never really doubts Sully, and when he rescues him, it becomes clear that Sully had been kidnapped and thought Nate was dead. In the third game, I guess spoilers, (laughs) Nate hallucinates that Sully uh, has been shot to death, and it's really upsetting for him and for the player. (laughs) So their dynamic is a huge part of the backbone to the games. I think it would be an extremely poor taste to change that for this movie, but also video game adaptations are notorious for deliberately misrepresenting the source material, and it looks like that's exactly what they've done here. In the trailer, it looks as though Nate and Sully meet when Nate is a few years older than when they meet in the games. This completely upends that father-son dynamic to begin with, and there seems to be hints that Sully may betray Nate. Because this was a subtle plot point in the first game, I expect they'll play with it a bit here too. They probably will do the cinematic thing of making it like a bigger deal than it was in the games, just to keep viewers on the edge of their seats, I guess. The movie appears to be leaning most heavily on Uncharted 4 with some set pieces from Uncharted 3, namely the iconic airplane scene. The two main bad guys appear to be loosely based on Rafe and Nadine from Uncharted 4. Nadine, by the way, was such a wonderful character that she got a spin-off game with Chloe Frazier, who also appears in this movie. And it's a delightful little game. I loved it. So just before I get into the meat of what I think is going to happen, a little side note here. I think Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland are not very good casting choices. They don't appear to have very good chemistry, at least in the trailer. I have a hard time believing that they are close friends. I mean, obviously, neither of them has like any characteristic or even looks like the characters in the game. So in that sense, I guess, give the people what they want. Nathan Fillion and J.K. Simmons. Okay, here's the skeleton of what I think the movie will be. (laughs) Sully appears to seek out Nate because he knows Nate's missing brother, Sam, weirdly. That's how he hooks Nate into helping him look for this lost treasure. Nate and Sully realize they need a certain priceless historical artifact, a crucifix, which will be listed at an illegal auction. Maybe this is from a clue left by Sam. They sneak into the auction, have a run-in with Moncada, played by the amazing Antonio Banderas. I could watch him be a bad guy all day. He's there to bid on the same item that they're planning to steal. They get into a bit of an encounter with them, but ultimately our boys get away with the crucifix, and it leads them to the next place on their hunt for the treasure, which will be Barcelona. There, they're going to meet with Chloe Frazier, who will help them find the hidden cathedral the crucifix guides them to. Moncada is going to already be in Barcelona, as he knows the next clue is there, but without the crucifix, he's looking in the wrong place. The heroes are going to make a ton of noise escaping this booby-trapped, buried cathedral with whatever the next clue is, and Moncada and Braddock are going to steal the next clue and kidnap Sully to help them find the way to the rest of the treasure. Maybe they're going to leave Nate for dead. They could push him off a cliff and he hangs on. That'd be very much in the spirit of the games. Chloe's going to imply that Sully is working with Moncada and Nate shouldn't trust him, but Nate is going to insist that they try and rescue him. So together, they're going to sneak Nate onto one of Moncada's cargo planes that is heading to the next destination. In Uncharted 3, it's Yemen, where he falls from the plane and he ends up wandering through the desert. And this one will say that it's Madagascar because that's where the treasure is in Uncharted 4. And I'm a lazy writer, so hopefully the actual writers pick a new destination. I'm sure they will. He's going to get launched out of the airplane. He'll grab a parachute. He'll land safely. He's going to find Moncada's encampment. And he's going to realize that, gasp. Not only is Sully there, but his brother Sam is there, and he's working with Moncada to find this lost treasure. They followed the next clue to a lost pirate city. 
Nate is going to have a run-in with Braddock, who is the mercenary who's going to be leading all of the troops that are working for Moncada. She's going to absolutely kick Nate's ass in hand-to-hand combat. He's going to escape as the ancient building collapses around them. And in the turmoil, he's going to save Sully, but they won't be able to get to Sam. Sully is going to tell Nate that Sam is working with Moncada voluntarily and shouldn't be trusted. Nate obviously is going to insist that they rescue him too. And so they do. It's going to be very exciting. Lots of guns and action and they're going to get Sam out of there. At this point, Nate and Sully are going to be ready to quit on the treasure. Sully wasn't a fan of being kidnapped and Nate is thrilled to have his big brother back. But Sam isn't going to be ready to give up yet. He's going to leave them. His motives in the game are that he was, spoiler again, in a Patagonian prison for a long-ass time with nothing to think about but this lost treasure. And it's something that their mother was looking for as well before she disappeared from their lives. So Nate is going to follow Sam, of course, and Sully is going to head out to find an escape route from the island. I'm not actually sure that this is going to be what happens. In the game, Sully has like a huge self-preservation motivation. <laughs> like he'll he'll do a lot of stuff for money, but not if it's going to get him killed because he can't spend money when you're dead, which is just a great personality trait to have. In the trailer, it looks a little bit more like the Sully of the movie is going to be more hard-headed, a little bit more stubborn. He's going to be maybe leading the way a lot more, whereas in the games, it's it's very much like a team effort or Nate is really leading the charge. But we're going to go with character-driven motivation, which if they're doing it right, will be that Sully is going to be like, no, nah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Nate and Sam are going to accidentally lead Moncada straight to the lost ships, where Moncada is going to lift them off with helicopters in what looks like a pretty fun scene. (laughs) There's going to be a big confrontation and the ships are going to be lost in the ocean. Maybe they're cursed and they have to be destroyed. That would be a really nice homage to the first three games. Or more likely, Nate is going to have to save Sam and in doing so, he loses the treasure. Sully is going to save Nate and Sam from the ocean with a seaplane he found piloted by Elena, a reporter who was following Moncada for a story. I don't actually think this is going to happen. I just wish it would. It should be illegal to make an Uncharted movie without Elena in it. I could be completely off. Uh, they might just be teasing Sam in hopes of setting up another movie, which I don't know. Just just give us Sam. If you're gonna if you're gonna go like and change everything, just go all in and make it like really fun. But he may not be in it at all, and then I guess my plot doesn't make so much sense. But that's fine. The whole thing looks kind of lazy and cartoonish. I hope I'm wrong. I hope none of the things I said are what actually happens. I'm still excited to see it because I really like swashbuckling stories. I love being pandered to as a fan of the game, which hopefully they do a little bit. And here's hoping it's better than it looks so far. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks very much for that, Carla. There you go. There's a lot of similarities there. Yeah, I think she has a better plot than we came up with, to be honest. There were points to that. I think the plane thing she spoke about and the deserts. Of course, there's going to be a desert scene. We had the plane scene and the pirate ship scene around the other way to her, but I think I agree with what she said. I mean, we can't go back and change our plot now. We're going to stick to our guns. Absolutely. I definitely think she's more closer to the actual plot than we are in that regard anyway. Uh, Some of the other stuff I I don't think I quite agree with, but yeah, I think she has a better plot than us, to be honest. I don't think Sam's going to appear. I disagree with her on that, but could be totally wrong there. I do like that she put Elena in the movie. That might be a thing. Yes. Yeah, I thought so too, even if it is just a little cameo at the end. But yeah, fantastic plot there. And if you, the dear listener, have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in the Uncharted movie, please let us know. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site, or you can just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you want to record your idea of what's going to happen, you can do the same thing that Kyla did and send it in to us, and we will play it on the show, we promise. We will. And just a little shout out to Kyla if you want to listen to Kristen and Kyla's show. It's an excellent show. What do they talk about, Manny D? So their podcast is all about... A lot about su- sustainable issues, really. They sort yeah. of tackle tackle issues in the in the society today, and and how to sort of be a better better human being. Yeah, that's right. And it's a fantastic show. I'd, I'd recommend listening to that. They recently became part of a podcast network, yeah. which is a, a fantastic achievement. So, all congratulations to them. And yeah, let's continue with our show. 
Uh, we're basically done. <laughs> we are. We're done. We're finished. Uh, so yeah, let us know if you have any thoughts on the Uncharted games, the Uncharted movie. If you're a fan, if you have any ideas, if you're a fan of Tom Holland, which everyone seems to be, let us yeah. know any of your thoughts, feelings. I'm not a fan of Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Let me tell you that. Your theories. Tell us who you would cast. I love the J.K. Simmons as Sully. That's a good one. Yes. Tell us who you would cast in this movie because I know a lot of people think the casting for this movie is bad. Um, it is, but yes. Yeah. Let us know. Please let us know. Now, before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Let's do. And this is a very exciting occasion. It is. It is. Because next week, we're not going to be talking about a movie. We're no, not we're be not. going back and exploring a movie we covered in the past. Instead, we're doing another installment of Movie Talk because next week is our three-year anniversary. We've been doing this show for three fucking years now. What stone is that, Kieran? Is it rhinestone? Is it... Um- uh, I, I'm going to call it emerald. It's our <laughs> emerald? emerald anniversary. And so, next week, we're going to be talking about the best and worst of the movies of 2020. That's now, right. Now, I know I hear you say, wait, that's not relevant. It's 2022. But we already did the best and worst of 2019 when we hit our 100th episode. But now that we've hit three years, we're going to finally go back and we're going to reflect on the year 2020, the year of COVID. And all of the films that we covered during that year, and we're going to talk about exactly what I said, the best and worst of that year, which is something, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to talk about. Yep. There's a lot of movies to discuss. Uh, go through our back catalogue if you if you want to have a look at what we'll be discussing. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on it. We only movies. covered 24 movies in 2020. Yeah. Would you believe that? It's crazy. Well, there wasn't that many movies coming out. No. All of the movies of that year were either delayed or came out on streaming services, so there were very few movie releases. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about all 24 of those movies, and we're going to be talking about our special episodes it's going to be a fun time so please please join us for that it's going to be a little bit of a celebration i suppose until then till then we'll see you for our celebration episode is that an ancient tibetan ritual dagger in your pocket well maybe i'm just happy to see you Hmm. yeah hello 